My name is Kent Rogers. I'm the worship minister at Littleton Church of Christ in Denver, Colorado. Um, I've been there for about six and a half years. Uh, before that, at Golf Course Road, Church of Christ in Midland, beautiful country. Um, and then comparative to the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> if you love pump jacks. Sarcasm. <laughs> and then um, before that, East Side Church of Christ for about two years. And then before that, Dallas. I moved it around a lot because my dad was a preacher as a kid, so I think it was built into me. Um, but before I, I've, I've done worship ministry for over 10 years, um, before that, uh, multimedia and graphics, basically my whole career from college on. Um, so that's always going to kind of been what I've brought to the table in whatever career I've been in. And I'm just giving you a little bit of background so you'll know um, a little bit of my perspective. This class is visual worship. And so the why and the how, uh, because it's not necessarily about, you know, how do we do this? But the why. You always want to know the why. Um, especially when you're trying to justify, you know, $15,000 for new projectors. <laughs> and the elders are going, or whoever's deciding, are going, why? <laughs> it's like a, you just want to blow this up on some big screens. Why? Um, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, so, visual worship, I want to go to, this is basically, it's always kind of been my life model, motto, as a, from a kid on, I remember thinking this, but I think it's effective in what we're doing here. We give our best, because he gave his best. We give our best, because he gave his best. Um, you know, I've heard heard all the comments through the years. Well, it's just a big show. It's just, oh, it doesn't have to be so smooth. Oh, it's a big production. But I remember thinking, and I'm just going to give you this. Um, let's see. Where's, oh, oh, let me do this first. The, from the context of, you're going to have to read between the lines, literally. Um, a worship's, uh, we're talking visual worship in the context of a worship service. So the assembly or church. We're talking about when you go to church. Given, granted, that our life is a life of worship. I'm not talking about the context of our lives. I'm talking about when we go to church in the context of that hour or 75 minutes the, where we do what we do. Um, just for the framework of this conversation, visual worship includes, uh, we're going to be talking about song backgrounds, whether they be still images or, gra or videos, sermon graphics, videos throughout the service, lighting, and stage design. These are the five things uh, I've chosen to talk about because our time is limited and we don't have just an infinite amount of time. What time do I need to be done, by the way? Uh, three. Oh, we've got 45 minutes. This is good. Okay, cool. All right. So that good? Everybody good with this conversation? And I also wanted to say that um, I'll have Q&A at the end, but if there's something you're just thinking about in like some, oh, I want to ask this about what you're talking about now, fire away. Let me know. You know, we're going to keep this loose and conversational. Um, this is at all not just a presentation from, from a one-way perspective. All right. Um, I met and mentioned this before. We give our best. What? Because he gave his best. People, I, I never want to be accused from that, um, oh, he thinks it's all about him. Or... Uh, look how look how good he is because that was fantastic. The reason, and I, 
man, I remember, this is what I I remember thinking as a kid, uh, because my dad preached, so I was always there. I mean, we're talking the Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, Bible studies, everything. Um, But I always thought, and especially as a anywhere from eight, nine-year-old to 12 and 13-year-old, it really solidified by that time. When they would ask me on a Sunday morning, and I should also tell you that my dad said, there is the no rule, or the, the rule of no rule. You don't say no. <laughs> if somebody asks you to do something, you never say no. You always say, yes, sir. That was the go-to. And which is a good rule. Um, it's just that when it's Sunday morning church and it's 1027 and they come up to the front row and go, can, can you grab the first three songs? Oh man. <laughs> At first I was going, cool, I get to lead the first three songs on a Sunday morning and I'm 12. <laughs> um, but after a while I'm going, how do you put the proper amount of thought and prayer into something like that? You know, other than you're walking up there, Flipping through the page of number 27. Be with me, Lord. Oh, that should have been before the prayer. Ah, oh, well, we're there. You know? Um, by the way, that 27, be with me, Lord, reference was from Sacred Selections of the Church, if anybody wants to know. Because <laughs> that that that's locked in. <laughs> that, was the, that was the Burgundy Burton. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, who is now a professor of theology at ACU, used to call it, sacrilegious secretions of the church. <laughs> just gross. I won't mention his name for the recording. <laughs> but ask me later and I'll tell you. <laughs> we were 12 and 13. What, what else are you going to do with that name? Um, but that used to just drive me nuts, even as a, as a young teenager, knowing that there could be so much more to this. There could be so much more. Give me, give me a day. Ask me on Saturday. Call me up or let me know the week before. At least I can put some thought into, into the, the songs. I can think, I can maybe talk to whoever's preaching, my dad, and ask him what he's preaching on and maybe fit some songs according to the sermon or a series that he's working in. Give me a chance to do something with it other than you know three minutes to just scramble and find three songs just to lead to fill a space, right? So that's, that's kind of the context of where, and, and all this is from my perspective, obviously, because I'm doing the class. So um, that is how I've been biased through my life. <laughs> I mean, always grown up in the Church of Christ and loved it and loved what I've gotten to do in the church. Um, but always knew, even as a kid, that there's more. There's got to be more that we can do. And there's got to be more intentionality. Um, there's got to be, be more about making this sacred time that we come together as a corporate body um, so much more for him for God and for for encouragement to each other rather than just slapping a few songs together just to fill the space right okay all right worship uh, visual worship class goals goal here today is to leave with a few more ideas and tools so that you can do more than you could before you got here that's my goal today in reading between the lines. <laughs> it is a little disturbing. Hey, from Kent's perspective, I already did all that. I told you my background. I told you where I'm coming from. Um, so we're going to move on. All right, so the why. This class is called Why and How. We're going to talk about the why first because that's really what's most important. 
We want to know the why, the, the purpose behind what we're trying to do in our worship setting. Let me see if I set this up here. It's a little hard to reach. Okay. So we're going to talk in the why. We're going to talk about three things, gifts, excellence, and creativity. Gifts, excellence, and creativity. Why to honor God using our gifts? From Romans 12, so in Christ we, through many, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Love that. I love that we all get to do different things. Uh, for so long, it was minimized, church services were minimized to only a few specific things. In visual worship, man, it just opens it up uh, to a, a hugely creative palette. Uh, why? Because, because God gave us his excellence. Let's talk about excellence just for a second here. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Colossians 3.23. And we love because he first loved us. That's where kind of my life motto thing uh, came from that. Um, and I, I used to work for uh, Textile. TxDOT is the Texas Department of Transportation in Houston. I, I have 10 years in with them. I did graphics and stuff and did video support and uh, training videos, all this kind of stuff. Um, but it would drive me nuts. It's a government job. Like, ah, it's only government. Ooh, it's like, I know it's only government. It's like, it's not only government. I work for the government, but I want it to be so much more. If I'm here, if I'm working here, if I've committed my time to this, it's going to be more. It's like, I want it to be good or great. Um, not just, hey, I'm just here killing time or getting a paycheck. Um, and I started thinking about it. It's like, okay, if that's my motto for that, like, what is it for the church? The church should be the highest standard. I've heard tr people say, you know, don't worry about it, Ken. It's only church. That one gets me. <laughs> it's like I started just like I could feel it <laughs> I go okay I gotta walk away because <laughs> it drives me nuts it's like okay you know it's only Jesus Christ giving his life right it's like come on people this is like this is important stuff this is this is what a lot of us have given our lives to um, Andy Stanley uh, is the senior pastor at North Point Church in Atlanta up in Alpharetta and um I'll come back to it. Oh, man. He has a bunch of great quotes, but there's one specifically I was thinking about just as I talked about that. Oh, well, I'll come back to it. All right, moving on. Uh, why? Because God is a creative God. Massively creative. I don't think we have any objections about that, right? He's, he's a creative God. Look at where we live. Look at what, what he's created for us to, to live and exist in. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush. Moses, Moses. Okay, first of all, I want you to visualize this. You're at church, at a church creative meeting. Hey, I have this great idea. We can set a pew on fire. <laughs> and we're going to put some kind of re, like a PA system in it. And we're going to amplify and have a voice come out of it. But the pew's not even going to burn down. Everybody's going, yeah! No, that idea gets nixed. <laughs> what we're talking about here. God reveals himself. His voice comes out of a burning bush that doesn't catch, doesn't catch fire. doesn't burn away. 
That's what a crazy idea. You've got this burning bush. I know people talk about this all the time, but it's nuts. It's like, wow, how creative was that? Who, who thought that one up? It's like, man, well, probably God. So I'd say it was a good idea. Uh, this I love, because I love this guy, Bezalel. Um, then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of, of Aur. That should be Ur, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's son of Ari Ur. <laughs> Um, the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills, to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze. By the way, those are just things of the day, the crafts that they had to work with. It could as easily have said, uh, with no, uh, let's see, the Spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills, to make artistic designs in Photoshop. In pottery, and what was that one? To cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of crafts. That's my passage. <laughs> I love that because God was spirit filling this guy and his helper. Talked on later in, in a passage um, about his help person. Um, so his assistant that was going to get all the stuff for him to do this stuff. And, um, and he blessed him to be creative, to do all this stuff to worship our God, to create something higher than just showing up and singing a few songs together. Love that. Um, okay. We give our best. Say it again. We give our best. Because he gave his best. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to keep saying that because <laughs> I believe that. It's like, that's why we do this. That's why I do this. I give my best. I've, you know, I've got three kids. They're a little bit older now and uh, from teenager on up to adult. And uh, it's like, hey, just you guys. We've always told them from the time they were kids, everything you can do is from God. And just so always recognize that. It's like, it's okay, men, use that gift. Whatever it is, whether you can play volleyball, whether you can draw, whether you're artistic, whatever, whether you're like just brain smart in math and anything you can do, that's a gift from God and give him the glory for it. And so give back our best because he gave his best in everything. It's just, it works through life. Um, all right, one more why. Oh, no, those were our wives, our gifts. When we're talking about gifts, excellence, and creativity. Now, we're going to talk about these in music, in our songs, in sermons, in video, lighting, stage design. Okay, who, I just want to get a kind of a feel of the room um, for music. Is anybody uh, using paperless handle? You're still projecting notes up on the screens? Okay. Some. Some, you go back and forth. Yeah, if it's a new song or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anybody just uh, graphics only, like still images behind just lyrics? You guys are, you guys are. Uh, and mix, maybe mix in some video, some some looping graphics behind it. No loop, no graphics like that. Not yet. Okay, cool. Um, so good. I just kind of was wondering where everybody was. Um, and then on sermons, uh, at your churches, is it just kind of one-offs? Like, one, a single sermon, or do you find yourself in series, like a two-week, uh, three-week series, or a six-week series, or, or what do you guys do at your church? Series. Series. Yeah. 
So okay, so both. Yeah, might have some one-offs, but mostly kind of set-up series. Okay, cool. That not that used to not be the case. There was a lot of just. Well, I'm just, I'm just thinking of you know my growing up experience. It was my dad just preaching something different every week, and so who knew what it was going to be? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So first, we're talking music. Uh, we're going to talk about image or motion backgrounds, font choice. Uh, font placement and size, um, and even slide transitions. All right. Uh, okay, another question for you guys. Are you using PowerPoint, ProPresenter? Uh, ProPresenter. ProPresenter. PowerPoint. 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 What? Proclaim. Proclaim, yep. Proclaim, okay. There's also Easy Worship, media there's shop. Media Shout. Yeah, I remember back, oh man, back at Farmer's Branch in Dallas, uh, we had Media Shout, this guy came in, put Media Shout everywhere and everybody's going, like how do you do anything? <laughs> <laughs> it is not the most user-friendly user software. There's, there's so not much for better. Person, that's for yeah, and once you know it, but man, if you're bringing in a volunteer, <laughs> it's like it is rough. Okay, so image backgrounds. So, <laughs> which is okay. It's I mean, if, if you've never done anything, it's not okay. Well, maybe it's not okay. So this is with no no background. Um, we're we're past like we've gone past just putting the notes up there. Um, so then you want people to really just um, kind of just man sing the lyrics. Uh, I'm. Given there's the argument, well, if they don't know the song, because there's no notes, how can they sing the lyrics? I get that. But assuming that everybody's singing and they can just kind of follow along with people. Um, so that's one way to do it. Or you could go black with just white text. Um, what I found, and I'm just going to jump to a scripture, like or a prayer or uh, just a verse, a passage or something, that's really effective with no background. If you, especially if you're using backgrounds. Um, and then you cut to a black slide with just white text, it kind of gives the weight of scripture. I mean, what you put up there really says a lot about what you're doing. Whether it's a prayer, whether it's a song. So that's one option. Not too exciting. Take it to the next step. Okay, we're singing, Oh no, you never let go Through the calm and through the storm Ooh, you feel the storm. Ooh. Suddenly, maybe you have. <laughs> There's your storm. Talk about a storm. Oh no! <laughs> you never let go. It's phenomenal. Well, that's fantastic. Joshua, you're laughing over there. You're not helping me out. You're not supposed to just sit there and laugh. Uh, hold on. I know where this is at. Okay, I'm going to scroll up because I think I know where I'm at. This is the absolute uh, best class for this to happen. Right? Isn't this just perfect? <laughs> Nobody breathe. <laughs> wow. After Wednesday morning, at home, this works. Okay, so you take it. Is this going to work now? Yes. So. Do you have a video embedded there? Josh. Joshua. 
something like this and oh please don't please don't crash ah, this is why i never use powerpoint <laughs> don't open it up in the actual presentation do what yeah i stopped using powerpoint when it wouldn't hold video packages very well yeah uh, it was never uh, early on it wasn't built for video but then as people started making more videos, they would try to import them in there. And so PowerPoint as a backhanded kind of thing designed for video, but it was never built for video. Yeah, it's no. gotten a lot better. You still, can't, you still can't loop slide and slide. No, it's not, it's, not inherent in PowerPoint. Yeah, so I'm on a Mac. I go just because if I had the right connector, it would be seamless. Um, but you do have to make sure your connections all obviously work. Um, but Macs just are a little bit more stable. They were built from the beginning for multimedia. Uh, just a little sturdier. PCs were originally designed for everything, which was smart. Bill Gates was brilliant. I mean, and it, they dominated the world. Um, but for what I wanted to do for multimedia, for graphics, for video, for you know, editing music, for all this kind of stuff, the Mac was the place for me. And what, what software? Um, for this, I was just using Keypoint or uh, Keynote, which is just a free software that comes with with a Mac. It's called Keynote. It's basically PowerPoint only for the Mac version. Uh, it just has a few more kind of little fun features and it's easier to use. It is easier to use. It's more intuitive. Um, for presentation stuff at church, we use ProPresenter um, on a Mac, and uh, because you can dump in lots of video, you can go live feeds, you can drop in CDs or DVDs, you can do pretty much anything. There are a few features that they need to work on, obviously, is there, there's always like bugs along the way that you're going, ah, why is it like this? It just drive you nuts. But it's a, I mean, we, we've used it, I used it at Golf Course Road in Midland. I, when we came up here, I started using it in, in Littleton. Um, but it scales big. I mean, Chris Tomlin uses ProPresenter in concerts. So it, and that doesn't mean it's just too astronomically expensive that you can't afford it. It just shows how good it is. So, um, well, I'm just going to talk this through. Uh, you could go to something like this, and this is actually just—it's very minimal. But the background, the clouds kind of subtly slide across. There's a little bit of slow motion movement on the on the trees down here. In the lower left corner, there's a little play button if you go on the screen. This. No. no. What are we looking at? Oh, oh, right here? Oh, yeah, I'm afraid I might kill it again. There is a play button. It doesn't work. Dude, that's a good time, so. Ooh, I got you on, on video. Or audio. Okay, so anyway, I'm just going to talk through this stuff. Which, ah, this is a bummer because I have some really good videos to show you. Ah, um, so, oh, 
Can I see what the next slide is now? <laughs> oh, is it gonna? Is it not gonna crash if we click through it? Okay, there we go. Yeah. So then I can just like arrow down, right? Okay, we're just gonna do it like this. So basically, here's one kind of a format. I'm just gonna throw some quick ideas at you because I gotta move on. Too much time to have dealing with tech stuff. Uh, font, does it have an error at 35 point? Um, character spacing is two. If you know anything about all the technical stuff of that, I'm gonna assume you do since you're in this visual worship class. If not, come talk to me afterwards and I can kind of unpack it a little bit. Um, the template is it's a centered text, semi-transparent. Parent background, so the background, if you see, not this background, but the bar of background, you can still see through to the graphic background, you see that? Gives it a little bit more interest. Um, but if this was not there, and the white was just on there, it'd be too, it'd be competing too much with the background. Does that make sense? It's, it's just too busy, and it's, the, the number one thing you wanna make sure is that people can keep singing the lyrics to the songs. That's the primary objective, right? Um, this is just visual support to help feel what you're singing lyrically. That, that's all this is, and everything you're doing. Um, so let that be your primary objective. Um, if it's the song of, uh, you what song is that? A friend of mine gave me this, and I was going, oh, I like that background, I haven't done that song yet. Um, anyway, software, pro presenter, no, it's purple background, anyway, some extra stuff like that. You can do, you can do tag stuff if you want to search for something. That's when going real deep, but I'm not going to go there today. So, um, the next slide is just another option. Suddenly, oh, I want you to know just one other thing about this font. Um, it's sans serif. Anybody familiar with lots of font stuff? Yeah. Sans is basically without. Serifs are the little, well, look at this next slide, the little feet that hang over. Like Times Roman, Times Roman font. It's the stuff that looks like a typewriter. So when you have sans serif, which is really nice for projecting that because it's really clean. Um, this is sans serif. So no feet hanging over, it's a nice clean font. Looks good. I would not I would uh, bold that so it had a little bit more weight to it and it was a little easier to see. Um, anyway, so you get a whole different feel with this. It's a dark enough slide where, where you don't have to put a background behind the text. But notice it's not in the center anymore. We've dropped it down almost to a lower, <coughs> to a lower third. Um, real quick, anybody know the rule of thirds? If you're in photography or video, you may have heard of that. Basically, think of your whole screen divided up in thirds. This way and this way. When you're shooting video, you always want to put somebody's eyes in a third. So if this is in thirds, and this is in thirds, their head's here, not centered, because it makes it a more interesting shot. So when they say, oh, we need something in the lower thirds, well, they're putting it down here on the lower third. Just wanted to say that, just for your information, in case anybody didn't know. And then here's a whole different option. Um, not transparent background, and it's actually even cut up a little bit. Uh, gives a little bit more of a uh, staccato feel to the song and to the lyrics. Instead of it being one black background behind the whole thing, it's like, dun, dun. And so it just gives it a whole different feel. So just know that graphically, what you put up there kind of needs to indicate what you're singing and how the song flows. Yeah. Yeah, the song is What a Beautiful Name. Oh, is that that? Yeah. yeah. You are the one at the beginning. Yeah, Carrie Joby. 
Yes, you, yes, it is. We did it at Easter this year. Yeah. Okay, I was going, where did that? <laughs> My wife says I'm the worst worship minister. <laughs> she goes, you know every word to Rapper's Delight, but you can't remember how great is our God. <laughs> That's hilarious. You said the same thing to me this week. Right. <laughs> Rehearsal. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> Good times. I was in radio for radio for about nine years on the air. It's like I couldn't make up something to save by myself. It's like I where are my cards? Where are my where are all my notes? Because I have to have it right there in front of me. Otherwise, I got nothing. Um, okay, so moving on to sermon series graphics. Um, we're going to talk about title graphics for a series. If you're in, we're going to just say we're in a four week series. Um, so. The idea behind sermon graphics are to, this has always been my thing. I started doing this with Chris Seidman at the branch in Dallas uh, for his MP3 series, which was the, a series on the Holy Spirit. Um, man, phenomenal series, MP3. He came up with the title. I was going, man. So he just, he just went, MP3, because everybody was getting into iTunes and all the MP3 format. But his take on it was MP is the manifest presence, and the three is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm going, oh, that's good. You know, you ever have your preacher just give you something, you're going, that's so good, who'd you steal that from? <laughs> and Seidman's going, dude, I came up with that. <laughs> and he did, it was amazing. Um, but then to give it the graphics, graphic weight that it needs, instead of just him preaching on a sermon or a couple of weeks. And so the idea behind the whole sermon series graphics is these guys just pour themselves into, into these sermons. I mean, they're studying, they're like wrestling with the word, they're chewing on it, letting the spirit work on them. I always thought it just needed to have more weight than them getting up and preaching the sermon and then it'd be gone. Even if they come back the next week, hey, we're talking about MP3. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right, he did say that. But instead, create a whole, like they do in, in commercial stuff, create a whole collateral, a, a print collateral, a graphics collateral for the series. So these days, I'm working with Jovan Barrington, who, who spoke this morning, and so we get together and we come up, okay, what's the sermon title, what, what are you trying to say, we come up with a graphic, and that graphic, we make a title graphic that stays up the whole time he's preaching. And then I create a lower third that has that graphic down here. That way he can put scripture up there. But even when it's on the scripture, you still see the branding of the sermon. Um, we, I create square versions for Instagram, uh, a different version for the header of our Facebook page. So it can be up there the entirety of the sermon series. Um, it's on small group uh, studies, like as a header with the series graphics. Um, I create a video bump. And I'll talk about that in a second. Um, what else? It's on our handout cover. So every every Sunday when people are getting something, oh, they're seeing the branding. That way they know, oh, we're in something real. We're in something big here. What what we're doing here means something. It has, has a whole lot more weight to what he's doing now than just him getting up and preaching. And, oh, yeah, that's what we're doing. People are constantly reminded. It's, a, it's banners on our website. It's everywhere. When he tweets out stuff about the series in the week, it's it's on the tweets, it's it's everywhere. So anyway, that's what I'm talking about when I say sermon series graphics. So we're going to talk lower third for scripture, video bump, social media, square for you got a square version for Instagram and Twitter, 
Um, and then we started doing, I don't know, I really don't know about how effective this is, but we created hashtags for each series. So it's always like, we're in the series right now called... <laughs> it is big, and people remember it because of the graphics. <laughs> See, I'm already focused on the next one, creating those graphics. Most people just do. <laughs> hey, don't don't look at me for an example. I can't remember lyrics to songs. <laughs> yeah, like, where's our app? Oh, and a church app too. That's another place you can just do branding as well. Um, huh? I really don't remember what we just did. We kicked it off after Easter. I'm telling you, I'm on California burning out here. Oh well. That's okay. It's a good thing. Last summer we did a Marvel series. So basically, here's the here's the hashtag. Hashtag Marvel Elsie, the Littleton Church. So, hashtag whatever our series is. The, we're about to launch into the Good Life or the Good Place. So it'll say hashtag the Good Place Elsie. Because if you just go to the Good Place, then it goes to the TV show. So I always do our church's initials after that. That way it's a little bit more skewed. Um, and that's for people to tweet out stuff. And, hey, you hear something you like in the sermon? Don't forget to tweet it out. So on the lower thirds of the graphics, I always have like hashtag whatever the series is. So just I'm just throwing out ideas for you guys. Um, <coughs> let's see. Uh-oh. Where am I over there? Can I scroll? Hey, there we go. Which one was I on? Can you guys see? That one. This? Yeah, that one. Will that work? Okay, let's see if I can scroll down. Okay, so here's an idea of, I did this sermon series for Colin Packer at Greenville Oaks in Dallas, up in McKinney. Um, I used to work with him, so then when he moved, I got him used to all the graphics. And then he moved away, and he's going, hey, Ken, can you help me out? <laughs> so I got him, got him hooked. And um, so then we did this, last year he wanted to do a series on the simple truth. And so the graphic says everything about what you want to say. Um, this had this great, like the simple truth. He, you have this, this kind of like a lot of, lot of information, lot, 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 lot. It's like ooh, lines. It's, it's not just simple out here in the middle. Simple truth. Um, so that was kind of the idea behind that graphic. So you create something like that, and then here's what I'm talking about. The lower third still has the church branding, Greenville Oaks. But it still has this the title, so people still know they're in the sermon series, and that's a scripture side slide, so we can go to scripture. Make sense? I don't think I need to unpack that very much. Um, playing for keeps. This is one we did on uh, family, so we wanted to touch on three things for this series at Littleton. We're talking about friends, and we're talking like relationships, basically. It's a relationship series coming out of Easter last year. We want to talk friends. We want to talk marriage. We want to talk family. So I created these little icons that visually just give, make it clean for people so they don't have to wonder what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, we're talking about friends, marriage, family. Cool, relationships. Stuff that you do just create easy, simple things for people to grasp. And we live in such a visual world, right, um, that you've got, I mean, they get this everywhere else. Why wouldn't we make it easy for people to absorb what we want them to have, the, really the most important thing? And that's, that's kind of what we're doing, or what I'm doing with this stuff. Um, I am going to, because I don't think this is going to show. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to do something here. And 
just so you can get kind of get an idea. Um, that okay so basically there it is so this is a video box we're talking relationships that created that? Actually, I created that uh, in Photoshop, After Effects, and Final Cut Pro. And then I find, find places to find um, royalty-free audio tracks, something I'm not gonna get sued over for using <laughs> and publishing on our website. Uh, so that's the idea of a video bump. So let me talk video bump for just a second. Uh, familiar with video bump? Anybody? Basically, the idea of it. So what it does, it's a 20 to 30 second, sometimes longer, sometimes maybe a little shorter. So you finish your whole worship set. The guy's getting ready to go up and preach. But, but before you do that, to immediately bring people back or to where we are in the sermon. Like, oh yeah, that's what we're doing. Not the, the preacher doesn't have to spend three minutes unpacking where we were last week. What we're doing here, we're in this series. If you weren't here last week, I want to tell you about blah, blah, blah. In 20 seconds people are there. And plus, it's a nice way for the, if you have worship or praise teams, for them to get off the stage and for the preacher to get up, or it's just a nice transitional moment leading from worship. I always try to end with a big song, especially when we're going to a video bump like that, end with a high-energy song, da, 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 and then that starts, and people are all like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's good, and they're watching it, and by the time they look back down, Jovan's in place, or Colin's in place, or Wade Hodges is in place, I'm doing some stuff for him, too. And, um, and they're ready to roll. And people are tracking with where they are. It, no reminder needed. Um, Wade was actually telling me last or this week, he, was going, he goes, man, it works so well for our first service because Wade's at Preston Road and at Church of Christ in Dallas. And uh, because the team, <laughs> so they don't have to listen to him preach twice, <coughs> he leaves, the team leaves after they do the, the worship set, they go out and practice. And he preaches, and so that gives people something to look at while the team leaves and he gets up. <laughs> they don't see just this whole team of singers leaving the, leaving this, the church service. Um, I want to show you, let me just show you a couple of it. Last summer we did a series called Marvel, Stories That Amaze. Um, and this is, uh, so I had this brilliant idea that was way too much work. <laughs> so we could create a graphic novel, and we're going to put in there four stories from the little because I had this art, this uh, artist that he went to ACU, but he was he was going back and forth between summer and stuff. And I was going, dude, can you draw me some characters like characters from our church, turn them into comic books, basically? I've got four stories. I need to write these in about three to four pages, and then uh, I designed it with blank like comic book frames in in between. There's like two or three pages in between each story for people to write their own story from little things. So we created this graphic novel that we handed out to people. As the, just one graphic novel. There weren't multiple issues. But for, the, for all summer, this is what we did last summer. And so this graphic, or this video, is from the artwork that he created. Of characters from our church.
by that time, people are just like watching, and then Jovan's in place ready to preach about the stories that amaze. It's amazing. It's so powerful. It's like you don't get it. I mean, okay, if if a picture's worth a thousand words, right? Video's worth a million, a billion. You show a 20-second video, and it just takes people to a place because you guys know how much how saturated we are with multimedia and how quick a video can put you in a place. And that's exactly what this does for the sermon series. Uh, this, is, uh, oh, this is one we did a, a few years back. We did this with Colin called Signs. And uh, this is... Looking at the world through my review, for an Can everybody see all right? It's small, I know. This was an eight-week series, I'm basically talking about all the all the stuff that Jesus, the miracles of Jesus. It was fun. Right there, when that bass kicks through the subs, <laughs> every time Colin's up there, he goes, oh. <laughs> "He loved that one." Yeah. So that's that's another one, and I'm gonna keep moving on from there. So that's the idea of a video bump. I think I've talked about that one long enough. Um, let's see. Well, I need to show you this one. Uh, other video elements. Um, just to kind of pepper throughout your service if you can do this. And I'm going to talk about two versions of this one. This is basically one I showed during communion. And I'll do this. I'll show this one about every year or two, a couple of years. I don't want it to get old, but I really like this video. And it's very meditative. And it's while somebody has already gotten up and given the communion thought, set up the bread and the cup, they've prayed, and then this video starts. And there are little snippets of scripture, just kind of slow motion, and ultimately he's going to get, the artist is going to sketch out some crosses. And it's very meditative for communion. Um, so just the creativity that you guys can have in your services if you can't play instrumental stuff or embeds during your services, I just did this one again about a month ago, and I had the team singing behind it. So I just killed the audio, still played the video, and had us singing Holy Spirit, breathe on me. And it worked well. Because then you still get the meditative thought, but you have the singer singing. Anyway, just some ideas there, okay? Um, one last video. I'm going to let this one play through a little bit. I'm going to talk a little bit. So, so I'm kind of looking for, for sometimes videos between songs, just to, to kind of, so it's not always three songs of prayer, another song set, or some, something to kind of change up things. And so sometimes I'll find videos, sometimes I'll make them myself. I'll shoot them or edit them or create them. I found this one. I added in some, some graphics that I wanted because I wanted to kind of skew it a certain way. And then I put in a music bed, just uh, some pads, and I started reading, this is what the Lord says, he who created you, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You guys say this, your love never fails. When you pass through the waters, when you walk through the fire, love never 
I am the Lord your God. So do not fear. Your love never fails. I will strengthen you and help you. Your love never fails. So then that plays out a little bit. I pray a little bit. And this is in the key of F. Your love never fails, it never gives up, it never runs out on me. Your love never fails, it never gives up. And then I'll have my sound guy just fade it out. And by that time, everybody's singing, and it creates a nice moment. Um, again, that, that's if, if you guys do music beds. If not, that is completely fine. You can do other stuff like I was showing you with the communion video. Um, so anyway, those are graphics, videos, stuff to talk about there. Let's move on. Questions or comments along the way right now? I know we're getting tight. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I wanted to talk about love and you for communion, show you that, blah, blah, blah. Okay, lighting. Lighting, uh, I don't know if you noticed, there's a little bit of lighting in here. I brought in some just LED lamps, brought them with me, just to kind of give a little bit of effect, just to make it more interesting than a white flat wall, or paneling, or, uh, it's amazing what you can do just with some blue lighting, uh, or some, some nice color, some purple, to create the richness of a worship song. Holy Spirit, breathe on me. And you dim some of the other lights and you bring up this kind of a lighting or just leave them on the entire service. And it just creates a different effect than people just going to a big white room and, and you know, doing the same, I don't want to say manufactured, but I just, I just remember growing up, I was going, it's gotta be, there's gotta be more to this. I want to create places where people can feel like they can connect with God, where they, I don't know, just give them the most opportunity to encounter God. And I didn't feel like I got that growing up. So this is how, <laughs> this is what came out of that. <laughs> the madness that is my brain now. <laughs> um, so anyway, there's that uh, helps to focus attention. Lighting is great for that. It reinforces a transition because you, if you can control the lights from the back, you have somebody on lighting, they can change from something like this to like bright yellow lights. If you're going to shout hallelujah and all of a sudden the lighting reflects what you're singing. And it just raises the bar on everything. Um, and these LEDs were a hundred bucks a piece. So it's not like you're talking big $3,000 movers that move all over the place and give patterns on them. I mean, you can do that, but um, these are pretty, pretty cost-effective ways to, to add lighting to your worship services. Um, okay, here's another, here's another thing with the lighting. I built these wood pallets. They're 10 feet tall, 6 feet wide. Um, those suckers are heavy. <laughs> I, I had big plans of putting them on these coasters so I could roll them around, you know, but they broke the coasters because <laughs> they're heavy <laughs> and, and they're tall. They're 10 feet tall. I'm 6'5", and they're tall and 6 feet wide, and I built three of them, so I had to attach them to the wall. <laughs> so they've been up for about a year and a half. <laughs> But everybody loves them because they look, they look kind of cool. And then you just hit them with different lighting, and it creates a whole different effect, you know. And that will <coughs> give more interest, like, to whatever you're doing. So anyway, there you go. Um, next, next, here's one. Before I built the pallets, 
Uh, we have a high, this bar across our, the front of our worship center is 24 feet tall. So I had this really tall ladder, and then I stood on the top of that, and I bought all this material, and I like stapled it across the top. I figured nobody's going to see staple holes up there, other than me. And so, and then draped it down, and then I shot blue light up from the bottom. And then we were doing the series on the Holy Spirit, and it just created the perfect effect. It was like, ooh, wispy and kind of ethereal. Um, anyway, so we, we kept that up for about eight weeks, and then I had to climb back up there and take everything down. <laughs> um, again, just giving you more ideas. Stage designs. Um, I don't have a whole lot here simply because um, we mostly do everything with video and lighting. Um, but, man, a good stage, uh, stage prop. It's very effective. We did a series, uh, Jonathan Stormer came in to, to do a couple of sermons for us. And he was doing this thing, on, I think it was on neighboring. And uh, he goes, okay, well, all I need, really, if you can do it. If you can't, okay, but if you can do it, is a door. I need a door on the stage. <laughs> all right, just a door? He goes, yeah, but I need to be able to walk through it. <laughs> oh, so you want more than a door. <laughs> so he just got a door frame put some braces on it, and he was talking about neighboring and how easy it is to walk through a door and, and you know, and create relationship with people. But that simple prop, it's on stage by itself, and he's preaching, and it's always there as this visual reminder of what's happening. It's just so effective. It's amazing. Other than just somebody standing behind a pulpit or a podium preaching. All of a sudden, you have this door, and you're going, wow, this, I'm getting the message. I'm getting the message. All right. Um, hey, here's something new. Let's say it together. We give our best because he gave his best. Q&A. Any questions before I hear other people leaving their classes? Here's my information if you need to. can't probably see that, too. It's kent at littletonchurch.org. G. 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 <laughs> PowerPoint. <laughs> I'm sorry for the media, you guys. It would have been so much smoother. <laughs> what are some of the, the things you use to make your videos? I mean, because a lot of the stuff I do is just pulling it off the yeah. internet. Stock, I sometimes I find stock footage. A lot of times, I man, I'll go to Google. If you do a search on Google, there's an option to hit images, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You know this? So if you hit an image and you hit more of, by that, then it'll give you the option for size. And if you click down on that size, you can hit large, which is I always need at least 1920 by 1080. Otherwise, you get little pixelated things when you try to blow it up. It's awful. Um, so I'll get a lot of stuff off of there. Um, I, I shoot a lot of stuff myself uh, just for, for video stuff. Like I'll just walk around the church or I'll... Um, or I subscribe to a couple of services that uh, I'll look through there. A lot of times, though, it's like I don't find what I'm looking for. Because I know what I see in my head. Right. It's already in my head. And I'm just trying to now create it for everybody else. Right? So, But I, I edit in Final Cut Pro on a Mac. It's the whole Apple suite. Um, iMovie is pretty good, too, these days. Yeah? Well, how do you know about when you pick up a lot of images off the internet? I mean, it's pretty easy to tell. Like if it's, um, I mean, they have their watermarks all over them. You know, 
What, what you don't want to use is, I, is pick an image that has iStock I stock photo, uh, I stock, and stamped all over the place, and go into Photoshop and like sample and heal it out. <laughs> That's probably not legal. I have never done that, by the way. <laughs> so generally, that's like the license stuff. They, they, people are pretty good these days about marketing that. If it's if there's nothing there, I use it. I mean, I'm not trying to resell this stuff. It's for church. Um, however, I will say that even church stuff, if you're showing videos, there's CVLI for church video that you all should get a license to. It's it's like the video version for CCLI, all of your music. And there are different licenses options for uh, what you sing in church, what you stream in church, um, or what you print copies to uh, from music for your worship team. So just be aware of all that stuff. Stay legal. That's uh, I used to not, and I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I think it was just being educated about it. And then all of a sudden I was like, why am I not doing it? This is illegal. We're a church. So... But yeah, if you see the obviously the watermarks all over everything, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Anything else? Okay. Is there some place you go to find the background so that where the graphics are already, you know, like like your dots up there? Is that a particular? Uh, yeah, I just <laughs> on this one because I wanted to use that as, as an example with the Google. I searched uh, worship background bokeh. Because that, that, that effect is called a bokeh effect, B-O-K-A-H. It's called a bokeh effect, and I love it. It's great in video, because it's kind of like a, a light flourish. Um, it's great in still images. Um, and then I found that one. So I was going, I'll just use that and use that as an example. <laughs> there are lots. If you just search like for worship images, you're going to find several different companies that do that. Yeah. Anything else, you guys? Hey, thanks for being here. I'll stay around for a little bit. Oh,